You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad, back without uh, Anna T. Gray in the co-host seat today. I've got a very dear friend of mine, Mr. Ray Johnson. Today's show is brought to you by Code4News.net. That's my new uh, security industry news website. If you're in the, involved in the security industry, you're going to want to check it out. And of course, blessedbodywear.com. Anna's got all kinds of surprises coming down the pipe, I think, next week. Ray Johnson, very, very dear friend of mine. We're going to talk about your heart attack. Uh, which which one? <laughs> which, which one did you want to talk about? Well, I knew this was your, was your, you just had one and you had one a long time ago? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, gosh, um, I had one about seven, eight years ago. But that was my first one. The second one that I just had less than a year ago actually was two heart attacks in one. So we can, we can start wherever you want. Okay. So this, this is not a visual medium. So I got to give, I've got to get this background. Um, I'm sitting with a guy that is, what are you about? 10% body fat? <laughs> um, Eleven. We'll, we'll go with twelve. <laughs> okay. We'll go with twelve. I got a tactical belly going on. <laughs> tactical so, belly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you also, I mean, you're an athlete and you're a, a very, uh, I would consider you an elite athlete. Being a coach of elite and pro athletes for over 35 years, I would consider you an elite athlete. Your capabilities and commitment to your training is, uh, you're right up there with the best. You're not, and, and my making the point that you're not the guy, I mean, you're not a drinker. You're no. clean living Christian guy, just like me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, you live a clean lifestyle. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and, and the thing is, you're not a heavy drinker. You're not a heavy no. smoker. You're not, no. you know, you don't do any of those things. Never have, never. Always yeah. fit, eating well. You're not the guy that, uh, and I mean, on top of what you're this bad dude, you know, that, that uh, former military, you're, you're the guy that trained me uh, when I got my ASP instructor. Um, yeah. Uh, when I went to that course, you're the guy that, that uh, taught me and, and, uh, and, and uh, gave me my coin. <laughs> uh, you know, you do all the, all the firearms training, you do all this kind of stuff. Uh, you're you're going to be for code four for our, our thing. You're our, our, our lead, uh, you're our, our head instructor. Um, you're not the guy that has a heart attack. Yeah, I don't. Um, I've, and I've been Why? told that I don't fit the image. You don't fit the profile, do you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I don't. I, even I was at the... You know, at the beginning, I, I was like, okay, Lord, what's going on here? What are you trying to teach me? Because why am I having a heart attack? Which I didn't think I was having, especially from the first one. The second one, we can get to that. But the first one, you know, me and my wife were sitting at the taco place, you know, and I decided to have some spicy tacos and we enjoyed them. They were really good. And we get into the car and uh, what I thought was heartburn and, really and so i literally turned to her and asked hey what does heartburn feel like she goes into her description of what heartburn should feel like and i'm like hmm okay well i think i'm having heartburn then we get to the house and uh that's when something told me and i knew who you know the holy spirit right take two two baby aspirins they were laying it they were actually sitting on the counter take two of those I didn't ask any questions. I just took two baby aspirin and the heartburn went away just like that. Mm. Now, 
last time I checked. That shouldn't be heartburn. Then. Yeah. Aspirin doesn't affect heartburn that way. Did that so click in your yeah, head? Yeah, that's when it clicked. And Did I go, you tell mm. your wife. Then I mentioned to my wife, I go, wow, the heartburn's gone. She went, I go, yeah, I don't know. If this is heartburn, because I actually held her off a little bit. She was like, no, let's go. And I go, nah, I'm not going to the ER. Which is for horribly heartburn. unusual for a man. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. I've been down that road before, you know. So she, so we waited a few more minutes the pain started coming back. So that's when we were like, okay, let's get in the car. So pain, now describe that pain. Okay, so the pain, textbook, down the left arm, back of the neck, shoulder blade, telltale signs, chest and the, you know, on, yeah. the, and the, on the left side, going down my arm, and, and it was radiating like birth pangs. I've never been pregnant, guys, and I never will be. Yeah, I was going to say, for, Ray. For the record, you're not, we're not, th- you're this not is that not guy. that group. You're not that this, emoji guy, right? This is not that group. <laughs> not the Bill Gates emoji guy. Yeah, so, um, you know, that's when, so she's driving me, and, and those pains are coming up and down and up and ebb and flowing, and I'm actually keeping her calm. She's freaking out. I can imagine. And I'm so. like, everything's going to be fine. Slow down. The ER is just right down the road. Slow it down. We're going to get there. And at one point, I believe I did say, I go, if this is how the Lord's taken me out, this is there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to the ER, so just calm down. Everything's going to be fine. We get to the ER. I go in. There's no pain. The, the, the nurse is like, okay, let's go. She grabs me and I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. Now I'm not, I'm not paying a hundred dollar deductible for, for heartburn. (laughs) And so I sit down as soon as I sit back in the chair, two seconds later, I go, Oh, the pain's coming back. Here it comes. She goes, let's go. She grabs me, carts me back, back to the back room. They throw the EKG, they throw all the diodes and everything on me yeah all the all the sensors and they're looking at the ekg and they're like no everything looks fine everything looks good and as soon as i i mean maybe 10 seconds went by and as soon as i said oh there's here it is here it comes here comes the pain again the nurses are like they all pull out their cell phones they're all recording the ekg (laughs) with their cell phones no because they they, I, hindsight, they told me, they said, yeah, we've never seen a heart attack in real time no. happening right now. Really? And so I look up and I'm like, so what do we do? And they go, oh, we've already called the doctor. He's on his way. They just continue they're just, recording. They're recording my EKG. They're being those people in the YouTube. Yeah, that's the guy right. Did, so, guys having a heart attack. And a bunch of nurses yeah. are filming the EKG. And, and so they said, "Yeah, the doctor's on his way. We've already called him." And I'm so I just laid back and relaxed and watched them record my EKG that's because funny. most of your ER heart attacks, the person's already gone. They yeah. brought them back, or they're they're trying to get them back. They're not in the middle of it. That's right. Yeah. So. That said, you know, I was probably a useful, well, there you are. You're training people, Ray, even in the midst of a heart attack. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Still making people better. um, The doctor gets there. um, They go, they run a femoral. Yeah. He he runs a cath, a femoral. Um, He opens it. I'm literally on the, I'm on the table looking to my left up to my upper left. And there's a 75 inch 
television screen and I'm watching this whole thing go, go play through. As soon as he opened up that stent, I like a bolt of lightning. You just see my artery open up. Boom. Like a, I mean, just a, like lightning going across the sky. Really? And that's when I would, I just took a breath and I went, Whoa, man, that felt, I feel great. And he goes, yeah, I, you should. I just opened up your artery. Now you're getting blood to the rest of your body. Oh my and I'm gosh. like, okay, well, cool. You know, three so days. So you were conscious through all of this. Yeah. Stayed conscious the whole time. Absolutely. The, they uh, never had to, no compressions. They didn't have to hit no, you with the paddles. I never, or? no, I never. They said that um, the doctor told me that the, the, the first wise move that I made mm -hmm. was taking the two baby aspirin mm -hmm. and get the second was getting in the car and coming here to the ER. I didn't disregard any of the warning signs. Wow. So, um, that was, that probably saved my life. So let's back up to that. And, and I know I'm a guy and I've, I've done some, I really made some stupid medical choices before because I, ah, I don't need to go, you know, and, uh, and then ended up needing to go. And, <clears throat> but I want to go back to, you, you're at the taco place and, and you have the, did it cross your mind before you, you felt like heartburn? Did it cross your mind that it might be something else or no? No, not until I got home. And why, like when you got to that point where you thought it maybe was your heart, was it, I mean, you're a fit guy, right? Yeah. And you look after yourself. Do you have a history in your family of, of heart disease? So during this episode, the first event, you know, I'm talking to my mom and she's like, no, we don't have history. We don't have a history in our, in our family. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, well, man. So I asked the doctor what caused it. What I don't have, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't, my cholesterol is under 200. I don't have high blood pressure. None of that stuff. I don't have any of that, those things. And he said, his answer was stress. Oh, he said, you can, you can actually harden the arteries just from stress. Thickens the walls yeah, or what does it do? Thickens the walls and just is it mostly inflammation then, or what is it? That's a, that I don't know. Mm. He just said stress does harden arteries and it causes them to contract. So mm. they're, they get smaller and right. the blood, it, it restricts the blood flow. So I'm going on that this whole time. Right. It wasn't until my second and third heart attack, which those two were combined because of how many blockages I had. I find out from my mom, oh, yeah, we have a history of heart disease in our family. I'm like, okay. So apparently I do have a history of heart disease in my family, but it skipped over my mom. Oh. My mom doesn't have any of any of those signs, gotcha. none of that stuff. But my my on my dad's side or my mom's side, but my grandpa... Grandma so is it on all of that, is it know, uncles and clogged arteries or what what's the, what's the what's the issue um it's it's your tip atypical heart disease whatever that looks like my poor eating habits back then probably didn't help that for sure mm -hmm. you know fast food right burgers fries things like that but stress probably contributed to it uh, quite a bit, especially the first set. So let's talk about the stress. Cause I mean, um, you know, a certain amount of stress is very healthy and good for us. Right? Sure. Pushes us forward, gets us going, uh, you know, and, and 
the world that you're from and I'm from, you know, security, obviously there's stress, there's work stress. There's lots of different kinds of stress. What was, uh, what tried to kill you? What kind of, what, what kind of stress did you have to deal with and how did you deal with it? Well, or the, have you, I think the stress that we're talking about, at least in my case, the stress we're talking about is being a butthole to people, just being uh, around, just being a jerk. <laughs> you being just a jerk or others being a jerk me, to me, you? Me being a jerk to that, other people. That created stress for you? Yeah, absolutely. Because think about it. Somebody would kick my cat and I would go off. That's very stressful on the body. Right. Being always angry. Yeah. Always, always thinking you're correct. You're right. It's my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're not doing your job. Why am yeah. I doing your job for you? Things like that. And I realized that and at home too, you know, you think you're always right. You're going to, you're going to get mad at people for not being right like you. And I, what I noticed it was at work, I was just mouthing off to people for st- stupid things, stupid reasons. Well, that's when the Lord kind of grabbed me by my ears and said, Hey, look here, either you change mm-hmm. your attitude towards people or you're going to apologize every time it comes up. Well, I have a choice to make. I can either get tired of my attitude or get tired of apologizing to people every time I, I, I said something wrong to them that I shouldn't have. Right. So um, I decided to change my ways. Yeah. And I, after that heart attack, that's when, now you got to remember, I'm thinking it's stress related. Right. Not knowing that I have a history of heart disease in my family. So right. that said, change my ways. I don't worry about stuff no more, man. If dude, if, 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 if I, if I don't have control over it, if I can't, if I don't have control over the changes that need to be made, then why am I worrying about it? If I do have control over it and I can make the, I can do things through my actions to make those appropriate changes. Then why am I worrying about it? Right. So how long were you in hospital? Three days. Yeah. Start. I had it on a, a Friday evening. When did it dawn on you what had occurred? Like, when did it sink in? <clears throat> once the doctor said stress-related. Okay. Yeah, once he told me. That was about a week later because for he had while, me I go mean, for a stress test. This happens, you go in and you're dealing with the thing in the moment, right? Yeah. And then you're parked after and you start thinking about what could have happened, what caused it. You start reevaluating life. Is that close? Yeah, pretty close. How long did that take you to get to that point where you're reevaluating and coming up with different solutions? Well, that that's where the illusion kind of comes in. When the doctor said stress-related, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, okay, I don't have a history, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't, there's still some arrogance there. Mm-hmm. Thinking, oh, so I just have to be nicer. <laughs> okay, I can I can do that. I can be nicer. So therein lies the next seven years of me gradually going back to eating junk, mm. eating fast food, mm-hmm. not caring about my diet, mm, you know, ice cream sandwiches here and there. But you can get away with that. Uh, well, I, I mean, you're fit. You train really hard. You- but, but to what extent, though? Especially now, remember, the underlying history is still there right i just don't know about it you don't know about it but i mean i think i think a lot of us and this is the point i want to make is uh 
you know, we make a change when the exterior of our body starts to change. We go, oh gosh, you know, that's, yeah, that's a right. lot of my comfort zone. I need to lose five pounds or whatever. So we make changes and we do things smarter. But right. in this case, I mean, you always look good. You're always in great shape. You're a great athlete. You're performing well, but stuff was happening inside your body that you didn't know about. That's exactly right. Right there. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's why I think people get kind of lost in the, just the worldly ways is, but I look good. I look okay right. on the outside, but o- only you know what you're doing at mm-hmm. the house, sitting on the couch watching a show, you know, right. eating popcorn, eating an ice cream sandwich, you know, ordering fast food. And I- I'll tell you, after my second one, my that's re- that's really where my lifestyle changed. So let's talk about the second one because that was recently. That was just a... Uh, January, yeah. January. That was in January yeah. of, of 2022. Now, and this is the thing. I've, I've known guys that have had heart attacks, a lot of them that didn't survive them, some that did. I've never had a conversation with somebody shortly after, and I mean very shortly after having a heart attack, and they're like, oh, dude, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that was you, and I'm laughing. I'm going, okay. Like, was this a real grown-up heart attack or was this like what, what was going on? And okay, she, well. she was so chipper and positive and already doing things and already working out and you're riding your bike and you're doing all this. And it's like you just had this heart attack. Yeah. So I want to talk about the second one uh, because supposedly after you have one, there's some damage there and you have reduced capacity and, and like that. I don't know if that's your situation. Uh, and then to have a second one and, and you said this one was almost the widow maker as well, right? That, that, yeah, that, that, so we, to put, to put the second one in perspective, the first one was the left side of the body, the, the lower side of the heart. I had a blockage. It was 75% blocked. Okay. Boom. He opened it up. We're good to go. We're solid. Good. That said, I had a 40% blockage on the top part, but they said it wasn't blocked enough for them to do anything about. So kind of knew something was there, but hey, he said, go back to life. He said, go back to doing what you were doing before. This was after the first one. That's when the, the light bulb went off. About a year after that, I thought about it, I go, well, if I go back to doing what I was doing before, that forty is going to be seventy. I'm gonna, soon. I'm just gonna end up back in the hospital again. So, I did make some changes stress wise, but not really made those. Didn't make those changes, diet, fast food, because you know, you know how you, you're yeah. on a long drive. Yep. Hey, there's a McD's. Let me grab a couple of Happy Meals, and I'll be on my way. We eat out of boredom. Mm-hmm. And we, unfortunately, we eat those things that we get addicted to. And if you don't believe that fast food is addictive, go eat fast food for a couple of weeks and see if you don't crave it another couple of weeks later and st- try to stop cold turkey. You, you'll see an addiction. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, like, I, I don't eat burgers and stuff like yeah. that. I don't, but, but there are other things. My thing is baking. And so I got to really, really, really discipline myself. Yeah. And so what I have to do, and this is an aside, I want to talk more about your heart attack, but if I don't eat well during the day, at night after the kids go to bed, that's our, our time, and that's always the dangerous time for me. Oh, but yeah. if I eat well during the day and I stay hydrated is another big thing, Yeah, I really don't have a craving at night. Oh, that's good. But yeah. if I eat throughout the day and then, again, stay hydrated, when I'm, when I'm dehydrated, when I'm not 
then I'll crave I'll crave that right delicious. Well, at least you can identify it. Yeah, that's and I have. that's ninety percent yeah. of the battle is identifying your where you're weak, yeah, and then, and then weak. admitting it to yourself, and then Bingo. admit it to ding, somebody ding, ding, else ding. because you got to be accountable yeah, now. That's right. That's you right. know, and so yeah. that's just it. Like for me, yeah. I'd have cookies and cake and stuff like in the house all yeah. the time. I hear it. Now it's a treat. It's what killed my dad, and I, you know, and I told you in a previous you know conversation yeah. that we. I was there when my dad had his heart attack. I couldn't get him back, you know? I mean, compressions, the, the whole works. All my skill sets, you know, mm-hmm. hey, when the Lord is ready to take you, that's kind of his choice. He yeah. decides to take you. And that said, this, the, like I that, that first, the first I had a 75% blockage. The second heart attack, now this one, a little bit different, um, mainly because... Um, this time I had three arteries blocked. And so t- to begin with, I was out at Alafaya. I'm riding. And it was um, also a Friday afternoon, I believe. Yeah, I believe it was a Friday. Yeah. Riding by myself. Um, I'm about 15 miles in on my cyclocross bike. And... I got to one of the trails out there. It's called Gatorback out at Alafaya um, in Lithia, Florida. I, I decided to hike the trail because I wanted to see the new features that they had on it. I didn't want to go into it, ride into it blind. So I mount my, my cyclocross bike on my shoulder. I start hiking in. I get about halfway in there, and I start feeling like something is sitting on my chest. Whoa. And I'm like man, this is weird. I'm not even riding. So I'm hiking. That pressure just starts building. Now I'm 15 miles into my bike ride. It's, it's, it's a blessing that I was at Alafaya because all the trails are fairly short, a mile, two, two miles, three miles long. Then you end up back at the parking lot. So everything is like a spokes on a wheel type thing. Gotcha. And um, so I get back to the car. I hike back out, get back on the bike. I ride back to my car. I keep aspirin, of course, in my vehicle. This time I took three. Boom. Three baby aspirin, crushed them up, chewed them up. Pain went away a little bit. But so I just sat there for, I'd say about 20 minutes. Now I'm 45 minutes from, I know there were closer hospitals, but I wanted to go back to the same hospital that I was going to. Now, which is craziness, but when it, you have a heart it attack. Is, it is, <laughs> but I didn't realize I was having a heart attack. I yeah, kinda, gotcha, I was, gotcha. In the back of your mind, you're like, wow, Lord, is this another heart attack? You know, and you're like, no. Nah, how, do, how, do, how do guys learn to get out of their own way? I know, you know what right? I mean? I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I'm sure. How many guys have died thinking stuff like oh, that? Oh, I know. Or, or disregarding it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just like, ah, it's nothing. They're all gonna, I, I want to go to my hospital, you know? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder how many guys have died doing that. Yeah. Just well, being guys. I know. I'm anyway, back to the story. Back yeah, to the story. so uh, so I spent about 20 minutes just sitting there waiting for this pain to go away. Maybe it's something different. I don't know. Maybe I pulled a muscle. I don't know. Pain doesn't go away. I'm like, okay. Mount the bicycle. I get in my vehicle. I start driving. I'm driving back to, to Wesley Chapel. I'm about halfway through there. I'm about halfway there. I'm on the highway. My buddy calls me from Georgia. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to, I'm headed home. And he's like, well, what's going on? I go, nah, I don't know, man. I think, I, I think I'm having another heart attack. He's like, what are you doing, man? 
and go straight to the hospital. I go, I'm ha- well, I got to go put my bike because I don't want my bike to sit on my car, you know, while I'm at the hospital, you know, somebody might mess with it or whatever. He's like, dude, seriously, dude, I'm calling your wife. I'm calling Vanessa right now. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Don't call her yet. Cause if I'm go, I'm going, okay. I promise. Now you I'm got more stress. Home. Now I've got more stress, but <laughs> so I promise him I'm going straight to the hospital. I, I decided that's a good move. I do get to the hospital. I don't call my wife yet because I don't want to, if it's heartburn or something minor, I don't want to, cause she, get, I already know she's going to be more stressed than I am. So I go in here. You guys will love this. I walk into the, to the counter. It's mm-hmm. the ER. Mm-hmm. There's a dozen people in there for whatever illnesses. I walk up to the counter. I go, they're like, yeah, can we help you? I'm like, yeah. Um, so I had a heart attack already and I think I'm having another heart attack. The the guy looks up at me and goes, okay, um, do you have your ID with you? <laughs> I look at him and I go, yeah, I, I have my ID. So I go in my man purse and I pull out my ID and I hand it to him. And so I'm just tired of standing. Mm-hmm. So I drop to my knees. Like I just dropped squat down the dude jumps up and he's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I go, yeah, dude, I'm just waiting for you, man. And he's like, oh my gosh, I thought you fell out. And I go, well, I did tell you I'm having a heart attack, I think. <laughs> and that's when he goes, his eyes kind of got wide and two yeah. people show up. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's when they usher me to the back. Because I'm sure not many people walk in very calmly. Right. After parking their car, yeah, probably trying to find a spot fairly close to the doors. You have to <laughs> sure, yeah. So and just walk up and say, "Hey, I think I'm having a heart attack." And so <laughs> he finally, you know, jumps into gear, and they put me in the. They put the whole process over again, all the the protocols. Yeah. Boom! They start slapping all the diodes on me, and they go, "Yep, you're having a heart attack. You're having a heart attack." And uh, so, come to find out. <clears throat> This one was, what did they say? 80% blocked on the bottom side again, the side that, that was already blocked. So they had to reopen that one. That's one more stent. And I had a 90% blockage on the top side. Both main arteries where the blood comes into the heart. The one that used to be 40. That's correct. Okay. 90% block now. So I was working on about 15% of my heart. Wow. This, for whatever span of time, I was working on 15% of my heart. And um, they put two stents on the top side. They opened both of those main arteries so blood could come back into my heart. And then then I had, you know, the bottom side is where the blood goes out to the body. Right. So, um yeah, so basically I was having a heart attack on the bottom side and I was having a heart attack on the top side. So that there's your three heart attacks in two visits to the ER. And um, my gosh. Like I said, now I'm solid. Now I'm good. No, no, no now I'm, I'm good. Now I'm good. <laughs> so and that's hence, you know, you telling so, I call you know, you're talking to me and I'm just like, Yeah, I'm good, man. And I'm I'm back to riding and I'm right. And I'm thinking, my gosh. Yeah. I, I gotta ask the question, did your ride time get better? Yeah, absolutely. They did. <laughs> I, I had, it did. I mean, my, I had the blood flow. What I noticed was my breathing and my, I wasn't getting tired anymore. Not working anymore. Like yeah. That. My recovery yeah. is so much better now yeah. from everything that I do. Wow. I mean, my recovery is, has, has 
doubled yeah. and, and it, it, my efficiency is much better. That's incredible. Cause I'm, my heart's actually working the way it's yeah. supposed to. So. I remember when I had my issues with congestive heart failure and after I turned that around, it's just the stuff that would gas me out before I could go forever. So the next question is what did you, I mean, you've, you've made some changes with your diet now. Uh, are you still managing the stress? I was out, uh, I was out at the range in Tampa with you uh, a couple of weeks back when you were doing, you were teaching a course, uh, uh, a, a G course in Florida. We call it a G course. If right. you're a security guard in Florida, armed you're going to be security. armed. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You you have to get your G license. And uh, and I noticed you were getting frustrated and you picked up. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, get, I still up. get frustrated. Yeah, but you managed it well. I mean, you yeah. made a mess of that. That um, you, It was the insert for the 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 cartridges for the, for the round nine mil rounds. Mm-hmm. It was a little tray that carries the, all the bullets that oh, go right, into the, right. and you took that out and you're twisting it and oh, gotcha. like yeah, that. Yes. Has, <clears throat> okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I manage stress a lot better now. Um, not, not to say that but I you did don't good, get frustrated. I mean, you, you, you got obviously very frustrated, but you managed it. How do you manage it? How do you bring yourself down when you start ramping up? Um, I basically do, you know, the typical combat breathing, you know, I mean, I just, I just breathe. I take a moment before I say something now. Um, and I think about what I'm going to say now. That's not to say they can see the frustration on my face. Clearly, uh, I mean, I, I wear my emotions pretty much on my, sh- on my shoulders, but I, I just pause. I let them think about what they just did. I let me process what they just did and how to appropriately respond to it. And that has helped me a lot by just pausing no, and no, I gotta, reacting. I, I should say this, understand that we are on a, a firing range. Correct. And there are a bunch of people side mm-hmm. by side, close proximity. And if you don't have proper Western, somebody could very, very easily get killed on accident. Right. Uh, just because somebody's negligence, just because they're not paying attention or so little slip ups like that. And you're liable for that. That's and right. also it's a yeah. life, you yeah. know, uh, over some stupid mistake that that person would have a hard time living with the rest of their days if they shot somebody on accident. Right. So, so when people make thoughtless mistakes, I'm not going to call them dumb mistakes or stupid mistakes, yeah. but thoughtless <laughs> mistakes. Yeah. And, and you tell them more than once yeah. not to do that. And then they go and do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and these are grown people. I can understand the, fr- I, I understood the frustration. Yeah. It's just, I was watching you deal with it. And I was going to ask you about that. And I never talked to you since then ab- yeah. about it until now. But so what are you, what are you telling? Are you counting to 10? What are you telling yourself? Yeah. I'm just pausing and taking a breath. Um, the main thing is, not responding directly to what just happened. Uh, I mean, short of cease fire, cease fire, cease fire. Right, right, right. Move, scan, holster, or yeah. holster your weapon, and then I address it. I first I make sure that the area is safe for my for my um, confidence. Right, and then hey, come with me. Come here. Come over here. Yeah. But we, you know, we, we have our come to Jesus meeting off to the side somewhere. Right. If I need to address them off to the side, or I will be like, dude, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Right. And, and I address it in front of everybody because everybody is thinking the same thing. Right. When we're in a class like that, Hey, that guy almost pointed his gun at me or he did point his gun or at he me. did point his gun yeah. at me. 
you know, and um, I assess the situation on whether or not basically, because now I'm trying to, I'm trying to contemplate, do I kick this person off or do I allow them to stay? And, and so I have to career. evaluate. This yeah. is their career. And that's I mean, correct. you're there to teach them and yeah. correct them. That's yeah. part of the drill. I mean, it's, it's at that point it shouldn't be, but yeah. it, it, that's, a, it's an opportunity to do that. Yeah. Right. But this, yeah, this, the stress is, is managed by breathing, thinking about what am I, what I'm about to say and is what I'm about to say going to be effective, appropriate and, you know, suit my objective. Yeah. So <clears throat> those things, those things have to, I have to do that. Or I would just be some gun instructor that's just going off. And, right. and I look at it this way. How can I possibly teach them mindset development? Right. And I don't have it myself. Right. De-escalation, right? Yeah, exactly. You so, yeah. you know, that, that's how I manage that's stress now. Point. Yeah. And, and it's, it's served me well up to this point. <clears throat> So the uh, stress is a big factor. And I think that a lot of men, uh, women for that matter, you know, also we, we have to deal with things a little bit better. We have to love one another. Right. I mean, that's what I've learned through this second one is it's what Jesus did. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this second one really, you asked about the fast food. I made big changes after the second one. Of course, after my mom revealed to me, yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, we have we have heart disease in our family. Oh, okay. From 7 years ago or to up to just now. <laughs> so, but you know, I don't I don't give my mom too much of a hard time, but um but now it's great. It's it's actually encouraging to me to be able to drive by a fast food restaurant. And I haven't had fast food since I, since my last heart attack. Oh, good. I drive by. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be the one to lie to you and say, Mm -hmm. I don't crave it sometimes, man. Sometimes I just want a chicken sandwich. Sometimes I just want a, 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 you know, a Whopper. Yeah. Cause I do. But, See, I, and that's the but thing. I drive I'm, right I'm by. I'm sitting here listening. I'm going, man, you couldn't pay me to go into a McDonald's. Right. Yeah. And, but the thing of it is, is that I can't, I can't drive past the bakery without, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know what I mean? We all have our, 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 yeah. And when I'm really hungry, I'll stop for gas. You know, when you go in there like that oh, package, you know, dude, like I'm this telling you, death, in, death or, in saran wrap or something, you know, you want to buy it. Right. Yeah. I know what you're saying, man. Yeah, we all tough. have our crutches and we all yeah. have our devices. And we can stand there and negotiate with ourselves and say, you know what? You know, I deserve you, it. yeah, you know, it's just one. You know, mm-hmm. that's not going to kill you. Yeah. you. You start negotiating. It's like whenever you start negotiating with yourself about anything you know you shouldn't do, yeah. you know, either stop the negotiating yeah. or you're going to lose this one. Well, you have to realize who we're really negotiating with. The enemy. The enemy. Yeah. That's right. And, and he just came here to steal, kill, and destroy. That's, that's what right. he came here for. Absolutely. And so yeah. whether it's one strudel or one burger or whatever, it, you know, it's never just one. That's right. One if we open that door. Yeah. The door doesn't close on itself if we don't have the strength to keep it open or yeah. just keep it closed. Yeah. And so we have to do it. And that's it. That's the, the spiritual side of discipline is that, uh, and so that's this thing. Like I learned to, uh, at this church we're at here in, in Florida, it's just an amazing, but they, you know, you really get held accountable for your walk with the Holy spirit too. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that that's a spirit. You can pray that spirit away, you know? Yeah, and so that's right. what we do now. Quenching that's what, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. And, you know, I, I struggle with my, 
you know, I'm one of those superior beings like you that knows everything, right? Oh, yeah, man. We have all the answers. <laughs> yeah, everybody else. You want to know something? Yeah. I know it all. Yeah, just ask me. You just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I, I have that same problem. I think it's just part of being an alpha type, maybe male, is, right? Yeah. But, but the thing is, is that um, I, I had to shift that thinking and just, okay, well, yeah, I'm good at this and this and this, but I'm not good at everything. This person's really good at this. I got to think at that. And then take the the service side of it and go, okay, I need to help them or give them allowances for these things that maybe aren't their forte or their, their greatest strength, but love them for what, what's there rather than despise them for what's not there, right. which is easy to sit here and talk about until you're annoyed about something. And then it's yeah. a little harder to talk Easier about it. But, then, yeah. but that, I just got in the habit of just when I feel that temptation is just pray it away, you know, yeah. and it works good for me now, but yeah, it didn't right away, but it, and now it's, it's pretty yeah, effective. It's, it's same with me. It's been a process. The, you know, this, <clears throat> this is, it's a journey and we're, we're in a foot race that is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. And, uh, you know, every mile is an accomplishment that, that we, but the, the goal is to just keep going. Yeah. You know, we, you, you fall down eight times, you get up nine. Right. It's, it's about not quitting. Right. It's about learning from our mistakes, learning from those trials and tribulations that the Lord puts us through to learn what is it. And I've learned to just, if somebody cuts me off, okay, Lord, what are you trying to teach me here? Oh, right. okay. Don't get upset. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Don't you don't need to blow your horn at that person. You don't need to tell them what their IQ is. You don't need to do those things. Yes. And and it's funny because when Vanessa's in the car with me and I'm driving, she says I drive crazy, which I don't. I drive defensively. I'm, I'm, I'm a course, professional. Of course, I'm a you professional. Do. And um, the and and somebody will cut us off, and she'll be like, oh, "Watch out." And, and I'm just calm. I'm just like, oh, there's plenty of room. Yeah. That person's going to make it. Yeah. They're fine. They're, they're good. <laughs> she sees red lights. And I, and it's, what's funny is I don't, I don't stop just because I see red lights. I take my foot off the, off the, off the gas and I evaluate the speed of the cars in front of me. Right. And I'm like, okay, he just tapped his boom. And now I can keep going. I don't yeah. have to slam on my brakes. So the person behind me hits me. Right. I'm evaluating these things. So, but the, the key is to learn from all those things, yeah. learn from all those events and thank the Lord for them Amen. because he's teaching us something yeah. from everything, from the two heart attacks. We won't even get into the, the biking incident where I was paralyzed from the neck down. We'll talk about that. Yeah, on we'll, another do, podcast. we'll do another podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll do another one. podcast about that yeah, one. Exactly. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. Really. But, um, but I think the message that I want to get out to our listeners is, Pay attention to the warning signs. Yeah. Pay attention and do not disregard them and try to excuse them away thinking you know what's going on because you may not. Right. Doctors do. Get Go to a doctor. So it costs you a hundred bucks. And he goes, no, it's just heartburn. Okay, cool. It was worth it. Because how much is it going to be worth it? It's going to cost me a hundred bucks. Yeah, you were having a heart attack. Glad you're here. Right. Let's take care of this for you. Yeah. Be because... The back end of all that, the you mentioned this earlier in the when we started talking, dude. I have no damage to my heart, really, zero, none whatsoever. Wow. They they put they gave me stress tests yeah. on both sides, and 
no damage. He said, dude, go back to doing whatever you're doing. Wow, that's a gift from God. Yeah. So listening to the warning signs, obeying them, doing yeah. what I needed to do when I needed to do it yeah. saved me from having a damaged heart. Wow. It's glory to God. Glory you know? to God. I mean, right. holy smokes, man. Well, listen, Ray, it's it's always a joy, man. It's always a joy. I love getting together with you. You got some great stories. Almost as good as mine. <laughs> no, you, you're a great guy, good friend, and a good, strong Christian man. I want to thank you very much for uh, for doing the right thing, man. You're still here, and, and, uh, and we're all better for it. Um, we'll be back with another episode very soon on uh, Good Light Unscripted, the podcast. I can't leave, I can't leave, but I really